the other thing too is that like I think like a lot of men, Julian has no idea when somebody's hitting on him. Mm. Can so, I just interrupt one second? Do, do you think Robin's into me? <laughs> is, that... is she coming on? Hello, welcome to On The Apps, the dating podcast. We took a brief hiatus because me and Robin got married. <laughs> we Woo! did, we got married. Very exciting. <laughs> um, uh, the normal intro, yeah, I'm Julian. I'm a comic here in New York City. I'm Robin Richardson. I'm an attorney and an OnlyFans creator in New York City. You may know me as your Virgo girlfriend. And we're here with my sister, Maria. <laughs> Should I introduce myself? Yeah, this is Maria. And um, she, you're going to notice that she has an accent very unlike mine we have the same father different mom so she sounds like a wanker <laughs> go ahead say something stupid. i'm from jolly england <laughs> now i'm gonna sound the whole time like i'm making up my accent well, uh, you are uh, it's a it's a big fake accent i'll you kind of got that idea from julian who, who uses his fake australian accent to pick up women fake. mine is a mine is a fake accent it worked, worked on you dummy <laughs> Bloody oath, if she's still back. We are both French, actually. You can see why we hit our accents. So Maria has been one of our loyal listeners, and she had a number of questions while she was listening to the first eight episodes of our podcast. And I asked her to compile the questions that she and some other listeners had. And we have not heard these questions yet, so we are going to go through some of these. And I think Julian has some some other stuff he wants us to do, some some games yeah we have some fun games trying trying to introduce games a lot of feedback to everyone games uh no no feedback but uh our listener said uh no games will be good uh so how are we going this is a new structured episode i'm not entirely sure what we're doing are you gonna lead off are you gonna host this is also the first podcast i've ever done so oh that's evident that's that's uh that's all right okay she insisted on water. Very, very, <laughs> very unprofessional. unprofessional. Left it on the couch in a very precarious... Can I see it, actually? If you could... Okay. <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get that water. Uh, should we start with questions? Like, okay. Yeah, should we give a general background? I guess people... Our listeners know. Okay. Maria, yeah. About what? So we're in an open now marriage, and uh, we love each other very much, but we didn't want to give up dating. And so, uh, Maria, I think the questions are about that, but I, I honestly have no idea. So, very much about that. Um, my friend Rose helped me prepare them, in fact. Oh, thank <laughs> she you, She did my research for me. <laughs> um, okay, so first off, actually, as a long-time listener of the podcast, uh, I know you've mentioned the no comics rule, right? Mm-hmm. That's like a golden rule for you guys. I'd love to know, are there any other rules that you have just to make sure everything runs smoothly? Yeah, we have lots of rules. Uh, <laughs> the first one is Robin's not allowed to date. <laughs> uh, and I think that's... That's one I really insisted on. Uh, I think it's pretty reasonable. Uh, no, uh, we'll go, th- I'll go one at a time, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, so. We When we first started doing this, we had more rules. And those rules have changed and become relaxed over time. Or, ju- or just changed. But I think uh, the no comics rule comes from like an underlying rule of kind of like no shitting where you eat. Like mm. We don't want to make our social circles uncomfortable. Okay. Um, so we don't have sex like within our friend groups or with people that are within our friend or groups. Or in family. Uh, <laughs> no, we I, actually I knew do this have would sex with family. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, that's why we brought you. <laughs> Disrobe. Disrobe. <laughs> we told you it would be very... Sp- we got the couch episode for a reason. Okay. So no I accident. why there was lube everywhere. <laughs> Rich is like, please don't have sex in my studio. 
<laughs> not that kind of podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, what other rules? One is like it's a lot of things about um, making sure that our relationship is obviously the most important. So, for instance, we don't we would never stay over at someone else's house because uh-huh. that feels like so more intimate. So then you pump thing. and dump. <laughs> I mean, I would probably put it more crassly if I could. Uh, pump and dump is a little too romantic. This is like British etiquette. Like we say pump and dump because we're really polite. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, I mean, obviously try and be respectful and be friends with people. But it's, uh, I think staying over is like, a, that does seem like it could build towards a relationship with someone else, which isn't what we want. All the, anyone else we date or do anything with, that's supposed to stay at a certain level. Mm. Um, and also, you know, not that this is an explicit rule, but it means we're not like, It'd be weird if I was like went on a, a date with the same girl like four times in a week, or I kept seeing her. That would be clearly escalating, which mm. I think would make Robin feel uncomfortable and would make me feel uncomfortable, vice versa. Yeah, like emotional affairs, that kind of thing. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and then a rule that we had that kind of we just had to change over time was um, Julian is more likely to meet somebody out and about. Like I'm, I'm really not. I don't go out very much, so. Uh, we had rules a rule where if he was out and he thought he was going to hook up with somebody he would need to text me like when he dec- when he thought that 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 he was going to hook up with somebody that was the time when he was supposed to to text me and we quickly found out that that just wasn't very workable mm-hmm. because it's a little bit hard to know and it's kind of like presumptuous to be like yeah i think this girl's into me um and it also puts a little kink in the night like mm. it, where you're out having fun i mean part of the of the wonderful the most wonderful part about being open is feeling free getting to experience other parts of yourself that you can't really experience as a couple and to like have to slow down and 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 put a lot of thought into a moment that's spontaneous and fun and really open-ended mm-hmm. just didn't make a lot of sense so we had to change that um to like you know after you've hooked up with somebody or like when you're going home with somebody that's the time to let to let me know that you're not going to be home anytime soon but yeah we had to be really flexible like we thought that mm-hmm. was a great rule it didn't work out so it, it changed and then it's quite embarrassing if you're like i'm about a hooker and then yeah. you get fucking rejected i mean no, i'm home 20 minutes later robin's like oh like, what yikes. happened Ooh. Ooh. Check out. Ooh. <laughs> i'm not she's like i'm not gonna marry a loser <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Julian, you need to fuck someone immediately. This uh, is embarrassing. The other thing too is that, like, I think like a lot of men, Julian has no idea when somebody's hitting on him. Mm. Can so, I just interrupt one second? Do, do you think Robin's into me? <laughs> you think, is, that, is she coming on to me? This is, I feel like there's something there, but I don't know. So, anyway, she, go has on. Has she done the hand thing on you yet? <laughs> yeah, because I know that's how a big, big are your hands. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let's compare dicks. <laughs> Uh, I interrupted. Go on. <laughs> Minus bigger. Uh, <laughs> so that that's we we definitely have rules, um, and I think most of the rules are just designed to uh, make sure that that being open is fun, but also making sure that um, our relationship is kind of the more the most central relationship. Um, like deep down, the sex part isn't very important. What's important is feeling important to each other mm. and cared for. Exactly. Yeah. respected because I think the the way that manifests is just if I'm out on a date Robin's no. maybe at home by herself and vice versa and those and like you, you can't you know obviously we, everyone, you still get jealousy and uncomfortable and insecurity so anything you can do to minimize that because mm. and, and little anything I can do when I'm out that will like even if a date's going really long and you can feel bad because you know it's like like what's happening even though everything you know what's happening to an extent but it just it feels like oh are they it's just really important this is a big thing yeah everything I think the biggest question I get from people is you know how do you I think they interpret that 
these other people we're seeing it's at the same level it's like multiple relationships when really like it's not even close like i mean you maybe see someone else like once a month or something mm. um so yeah the i think they're keeping those at a different level as our relationship so like you guys are a a a plus 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 and then the others are like c or d e f yeah well i would almost put it like it's, it's like in the same way you have you have friends that you see every yeah. like month or so and That's it's like <laughs> yeah I'm like, we we have a big board uh and we just put all our partners i'm like she was good down. let's put her up to a c minus she's uh, that sounds healthy i think you and i also have a little bit of a different idea about dating like i really enjoy mm. being friends with the people i date like i think casual sex is only good when both people respect each other and enjoy each other's company and if that's the case, then you might as well also be friends. <laughs> and mm. so, um, like, I I am happy to be, like, friendly with, with people, but just because, and consider them to be my friends. And very recently, somebody that I've been dating for a while got a girlfriend and was like, sorry, it's going to have to, like, the nature of our relationship is going to have to change. And I was really scared that we weren't going to be able to stay friends. But luckily, he would like to remain friends. Mm. So, um yeah, I think I'm like very much looking for friend friendships and people that that yeah friendships and sex mm. and freedom. But I think um, like you you're maybe well you also have are very busy and I think are less interested in like maintaining friendship i should say robin it's made me look so bad, bad robin it goes me oh. and julian are different i like to treat my lovers with respect uh, <laughs> julian likes to have them tied to a radiator and play a sick version of his, his jigsaw games with them uh and it's very disturbing and he should be arrested promptly Prompt. no i also would love to have friends i think the issue is robin was dating for longer and she met a lot of people so she's met people who shares friendship connections with i would want that i haven't really found i mean i have yeah, to an extent. But Robin's had longer and more ongoing friendships. But I, I also feel the same way. You want someone... The way I describe it is it would be great to have someone who... I'm friend... Like, all your friends give you different things, right? You have your friend who you love to just have a chat with about life or this. You have your friend who you like to go drinking with. Your friend you might want to play sport with. All these things. Mm-hmm. I think it could be the same with partners. I know Robin had someone she was seeing who... That had to go out and get nice dinners. And that was something she enjoyed. And I, I don't care about dinners. Mm. So you can... He microwaves 100% of his food, so... Should I eat it cold? <laughs> <laughs> No, so yeah, it is really nice to have somebody who I can go do foodie mm. things with and like talk about food and tr- and try wine and stuff like that. And <laughs> Julian's very, he just doesn't give a shit about any of that. So I don't, yeah. And like I have a friend who I, who I, I like uh, and that's something I get, <laughs> which is it's such a nice change of pace. Um, um, I've got a smart friend. So many. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but like you need to find somebody who like you can play beer pong with like that is something i absolutely hate or darts Mm. like i'll play darts for a little bit he can play darts all night long or like somebody who would want to stay up until five in the morning with him talking about jokes i'm like yeah like there there are um yeah you they're like it's just nice to have uh friendships and people that can can be share different aspects of your life together Mm. and then i don't have to feel like like I'm like leaving him all alone on the nights that he wants to play uh, drinking games. Mm. Well, we, when you said the thing about jokes, but actually it brings me back to the no comics rule. Yeah, th- that was it. She misspoke. Unbelievable. <laughs> the, the, I, I sort of assumed the no comics rule was you couldn't sleep with pe- comics, but can you not either? So does it go both ways? Yeah, because the issue is Robin comes to all my all these shows. Mm. She's always around these people. 
And even if it didn't make, (laughs) yeah, but it's not that. It would be. I think it would make even. It's more about other people being uncomfortable and like people not knowing how to deal with that Mm. and thinking that's weird. It's checking my audio. Is that hello? I think that's working. Is Um, it working? Is mine working? Yeah, they're working. Um, Yeah. So it's really it's just about like not creating an uncomfortable environment when we both want to be in that environment. I would hate for Robin to second guess one day and be like, oh, who's on that lineup? Mm. Oh, didn't Julian hook up with her? And for me, it's like there are a lot of. A lot of male comics in New York City. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a very unfair rule for me. Mm. <laughs> Although, I mean... <laughs> but you could, yeah, you could really damage his self-esteem there. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm dating a funny guy. Fantastic. <laughs> you should do it. Julian, this guy has punchlines. It's really good. Yeah, you should yeah. try those. You should try I think that's going to help. Learn something from him. Yeah. <laughs> I found you a mentor. Oh, in comedy yeah. and in the bedroom. Well, we do joke that it's like one extra fat which robin has said with that and robin's very supportive uh to a fault of my thing to the point supportive and yelling at me to do more stuff mm-hmm. to to progress my career uh, but she's like yeah but if there's like a really famous female comic you can absolutely have sex with them if you think oh it'll further gosh. your career it's so anyway my point is mm-hmm. tina fey is a listener yeah. uh <laughs> and blazer if-, <laughs> if you're watching um <laughs> need an opener <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, and Robin's welcome to hook up with uh, any famous producers of mm-hmm. comedy specials. <laughs> She's very good. <laughs> She's alright. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> She's fantastic. Um, but yeah, so that's one exception that hasn't really come up. I don't know. But um, yeah, the comic one, uh, that one makes sense. Uh, any friend thing, I, I think, is uh, early on we were trying to figure this out, and there were teething issues. And I remember once we were. At, We've been out and like guys connected to the comedy scene have like been hitting on you and we were like, what's going on there? And like, we we're like, no, maybe not. Hmm. How about, so the texting rule, um, I was interested in the fact that there's a level of spontaneity, ugh, spontaneity there. Um, well, Robin doesn't really have, Robin sets it up. No, but <laughs> I don't. No, but Robin doesn't have the need for that as much. She has people she already knows yeah. so like hers are very ordered yeah right and i don't know i haven't seen you be out and really mm-hmm. looking for that whereas like i i think also i think as a as a guy it's like i think I'm, my odds are better when i'm out meeting people whereas like things like dating apps are very skewed against men mm. um even even men six five it's still like even this like skewed Just things like that. Drop that in, didn't you? i did <laughs> he wears lifts huh? um, <laughs> every episode he's six really five. six three he wears lifts it's okay to be six three it's okay um no, robin wears a wig six five <laughs> <laughs> well um, either way i know i go i wear ice skates everywhere i go and i think that's pretty handy yeah i mean there there are also like i guess there could be opportunities for me to have a spontaneous hookup I, it's just much more likely for that to happen with julian if that were to happen with me i'm sure we would have the same rules um but i'm like a a lot more i mean i'm a woman so i i have to be a lot more careful about who i just randomly go home with just meeting them that night um or i i at least am very aware of like the dangers of that so um if i did text you it would be like his address like it would be Mm. like this is where you find my killer um so So, so roman Roman can do spontaneous hookups if the man is weak enough that i could fight him (laughs) that is if he's bigger than me then you're on your own i'm not risking my life for you uh yeah so the uh spontaneous stuff the texting is um I don't know. Spontaneous, I think, is harder mm. in terms of to do with for, for Robin or for me. Like, I think that's harder for... It's much easier to be okay with it when you know exactly when the date is, exactly what's happening, exactly when they're coming back. Uh, I think it's... um I have sympathy for Robin when I would be doing that because I understand 
when we had those teething issues early on, why that would be nerve wracking. And, uh, and the thing is, often I wouldn't, I'd go out, I wouldn't text Robin back, and I'm just playing darts till 5 a.m. Mm. Uh, but then there's always the potential of like, oh, is he with someone else? And it would be so much more comforting to, to know. Um, and but then to, to bring it back, it is very weird for me to be talking to a girl and be like, hold on one second, I'm gonna get laid. <laughs> what? Hey, wife. <laughs> uh, hold that. No, she saw me messaging you, and she said she said no. <laughs> Uh, she didn't like that at all. Okay. Quick voice memo. Robin, totally hitting off with this babe. Oh, she's gone. Uh, so that was very difficult. But even out of the, the other issues, like I, I'm more of a drinker and I go out and I party late. And like at that point, you know, I'm, I'm more drunk. Like I'm less, you know, less aware of what's going on. I might forget to text. I might forget to. I had one time where I, 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 I fell asleep before I texted Robin. I was literally like, I had the phone in my hand. And that was like a big conflict where we had to figure out problems with that. And I woke up and I was like, oh no. <laughs> so, it's, so you tell after that's that's the answer yeah okay. yeah pretty much yeah and then but, mm, go yeah. on do, how, mu- how much detail do you go into is there, into, is there like don't ask I usually no. just send the tape and I think <laughs> <laughs> how many angles how many angles oh a lot I mean it depends on the some food will be like one angle you know but most are happy with a three cam setup um, it, it, it really depends I mean like where we don't like really kiss and tell but mm. there have been a couple of times where we've like we're just like where you might share like with your best friend because he mm. is sadly Aww. my best friend. Um, Aww, my, you my, guys. my yeah. So I I remember there was one time where Julian came home and can I share that like which one was it? Well, he just he a girl that he was with had a really good time. Like, <laughs> and it, uh, he had like done the sex move that I really like that uh, like him. I've talked about. <laughs> Yeah, that like Kenneth plays squirting 101 tutorial tutorial. <laughs> like, it was a sex act. I won't tell you what it was, but it was from the squirting masterclass. <laughs> um, and he was like, "Oh, it really it worked," and like she was like, "So so, uh, like it was great." And then you know, like and then like your first time squirting can be really embarrassing especially in front of somebody who like you don't know that well mm-hmm. so you know and then i was like wow like was there aftercare he's like yeah i don't know we stuck around i stuck around like helped her clean up and like and uh, like that made me so proud mm-hmm. like i really like i i love women and um i just like i had such bad casual sex for like all the way up until my 30s so to hear about a straight woman meeting a man having good casual sex and then being treated respectfully Mm. afterwards being like you know being reassured that that was hot and fun and um like to me that just I like I feel like so so I was so proud of him (laughs) I'm so proud of him like um yeah, so th- there there are like occasions where like you might share something like that, but it's not because it's not to be like this is what we did, and this mm. it's not really like like I don't really get off on hearing about it, and I like I think one of the coolest things about being open is having like spheres of privacy, mm. like where you get to be yourself yeah. and like have your own life and your own experiences separate from your partner, mm. and so. I think that's part of it is having just be known if you have a weird thing on your body my wife's gonna tell about it <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna <laughs> no. tell me all about it. no I'm kidding she wouldn't she has that sphere of privacy but it's just yeah but it's fun stuff and it's respectful it's, and uh, more about our experience with it that's so interesting it's quite a beautiful thing actually that maintaining that level of privacy a sphere of privacy from your spouse that isn't dishonest um, just as like the kind of 
on the other hand, uh, I guess the first thing that I would have admired about your relationship is how open you are with communication. And I think that's like so valuable. And like, you know, in monogamous relationships, quite rare too. Oh, really? I, think. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I don't know the way maybe it's in present- general. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think communication is difficult for all kinds of couples. Yeah. And in all kinds of situations. I mean, we there's certainly. Yeah. No, it is really. It can be really difficult. You get forced to have to communicate very well, uh, yeah. which means you get better at it mm. and communicate everything. Whereas I think they're weird. I, when I've been in monogamous relationships in the past with more jealousy, there's stuff like, mm. you know, because it, there's so much jealousy happening, you might go out to work drinks and you don't even mention that one of your hot female co-workers there because you know that's going to make your partner upset. And I've had been things like that in the past where it's like you mentioned, oh, Sally was there. And it's like, oh, mm. great. Now, now there's like these weird things like that where it's like, because you've been open about been open and having sex with other people it's like suddenly all the other conversations are much easier Mm. um can we go back on a tangent about squirting yeah sure (laughs) i'm gonna reveal my (laughs) ignorance i love talking about squirting (laughs) like i vaguely when i've like vaguely read about it is there like some confusion about whether it actually is an orgasm or if it's pee oh um so the the, those questions are not like mutually exclusive Mm. right so um if you check out kenneth play and dr jana's research or their or kenneth plays book um they they have done like the the most research on squirting of Mm. anyone um probably because i think kenneth just has like a huge sample size um and many women can will squirt without having an orgasm some women also squirt sometimes and not always when they orgasm uh or squirting doesn't always isn't always coupled with an orgasm and some people only squirt when they have an orgasm Mm -hmm. is it pee that's a different question so um the liquid in uh in squirt is a couple is is (laughs) two things there is sorry could you not take a huge glug of water right when we're talking about Um, so the liquid in squirt, there is some liquid that's from the skein's gland, which is like a gland that I guess they think that it uh, puts out this liquid. It's like a milky white liquid that uh, helps keep your urethra like moist and lubricated. Uh, but that's a very, very small portion of squirt. The rest comes from your bladder. But your bladder, when you're aroused, will fill up with liquid. So you can pee before sex, you'll have no urine in your bladder. And then when you're having sex, as you become aroused, and you might've experienced this, like sometimes when you're aroused, feeling like you have to pee, even if you've like peed Mm -hmm. before sex, like this kind of feeling kind of like pee. Um, But your bladder can fill up quite quickly when you're aroused, maybe because you're so engorged in that area. They don't, they honestly, they don't know a whole lot about Mm -hmm. this. And I could be butchering this as well, but we just went to a squirting workshop where they talked about this and, the so it could fill up quite fast if you haven't peed before sex that liquid will be mixed with your urine so it'll might smell more like pee but if you pee beforehand it won't smell like urine it's clear it's not yellow it has a higher glucose content than urine i guess urine doesn't have glucose in it at all but this does they don't know why it happens but it does come from the bladder it's not necessarily pee sometimes it's mixed with pee interesting because i don't think it's never when people squirt. It's never like one hundred percent. People are like oh, because like you've everyone's had bad pee. You can obviously smell and think like that's. It's never that. Mm. Um, and I think the the theory they had at least Kenneth's theory. And I don't think this is proven again. There's not a lot of information in this. Was it the reason that pocket uh, expands or the bladder expands like that? Is because it's trying to clamp down uh, 
on areas to actually prevent you from being able to pee. That was the idea, right? Oh yeah, like it it's, gets like swollen. It's getting that, swollen that to, gland. which is why which is why it's hard to pee when you have an erection as a man. And I and some and similar feeling. And it's hard to pee when you're very, like I don't know I don't know if this is true of everybody like but for me like after sex it takes me a little while to pee like I'll sit there and I'll try because you know you're supposed to pee after sex mm-hmm. to avoid getting a UTI, um, so I always do but it often takes me a while to sit there and like relax those muscles enough to be able to pee. Mm-hmm. But another interesting fact they mentioned on that workshop that Dr. Jana mentioned is that um, they did all these interviews with all these women and all these men. They basically asked them the same questions like, how hot is squirting or this? So how would you feel if you squirted? And like so many women, I can't remember the exact ratios, but a large percentage of women were like, I would be embarrassed basically. Because uh, like, what, what does the guy think of me? And then pretty much 100% of men said they would feel very happy and proud. And they were like, this is sick. So like, there's, a, there's like a disconnect there where these women are feeling very... And that's why you said, Rob mentioned that you should do aftercare after something like that to just Ooh. make sure that they still feel... You don't just, you know, pump and dump, as you so eloquently <laughs> put it, in the mother tongue. Uh, but you are... We'd stay around because they might be like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. Like, I've wet the bed out of this. Whereas like, it's just funny because every guy is going back to his friends or his wife uh, and be like, <laughs> yeah, did it. Worked. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Well, Robin's usually in the window watching. Um, <laughs> so she's like, go get him, honey. With a plate of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> With a plate of cheese. I don't know when we're going to talk about the whole, we'll talk about the whole workshop at some point. I don't know if you have a question planned for it, but the cheese will come up. <laughs> this is going to be a two-part episode, so tune in for how cheese relates to squirting. It's not as gross as it sounds. No, it's awesome. Sexy <laughs> cheese. <laughs> It was. Uh, anyway, so that's... Ooh, um, I do have another question, actually. You can cut all of these bits, right? But we we oh, probably oh, won't. We're not even recording. This is... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wait. I... Okay, yeah. No, so um, a friend of mine, I told her that um, I was going to interview you guys uh, this weekend. She was like, I'd rather choke on my own tongue than talk about sex with family. <laughs> <laughs> choke on your own tongue sounds pretty hot. <laughs> Shout out Charlene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, I mean, Robin and I clearly very open about sex. Uh, Do you talk about this stuff with your family and how much do they know about the open marriage? Oh, they they think I'm a virgin Uh, (laughs) and have for a long time. No, uh, they don't. I mean, I guess I I put this stuff out there. I haven't talked to them about the open thing and I doubt they listen or know how to listen. You talk about it with your brother. Yeah, my brother. Yeah. And my sister. Just not my parents. Yeah. Or my cousins and stuff. But uh, they they probably know about it. Or they do. Oh, I mean, I haven't told them, but they might have heard. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, and they may understand or not understand. I don't know if they listen to this podcast. They are, or any podcast. I think your dad they... is a follower on Instagram. Is he? I think oh. so. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if he's actually tuned yeah, in. Yeah, we don't. We have no idea. Yeah. Here's, here's a fun fact. You think like. Oh, I'm saying all this stuff on the podcast. Everyone's going to hear it. It is so hard to get your friends and family to listen to your podcast. People do not want to listen to this thing. They do not like us. They. Uh, so I'm like, oh, they're here. Like I could, I could say anything on here, and they just they're never going to hear it. Or maybe they will. Or maybe they'll understand. Maybe they won't. I mean, they're pretty. You know, my parents would never tell me not to do something or that I have to do something, but they might just think it's strange. No, his parents are very lovely and open, but yeah, they might not. They they're might not, not literally open. Understand. They are yeah. open-minded. <laughs> open-minded. That's actually. Yeah. I sort of think think about that in terms of you know I'm writing trying to do this book proposal, and like actually I shouldn't worry about people reading it because. No one really reads. And no. It's like such a pain in the ass. So like, I'm not gonna read it. No, <laughs> just kidding. I will. I'll read your book. She'll listen to the audiobook. Yeah, I'll there's just so many books out there that like yeah. it's very unlikely that anyone 
that I know will ever no, be. I love the idea. It's like, very authentic. why don't you read? It's too many books. <laughs> it's way too many books. It's my first order of business, get rid of so many books. No, you, ha- you have to be your authentic and like people will hear it or they won't. But I think uh, to, to dumb yourself down out of fear that somebody's going to like see you or mm. know more about you, I think is, um, I don't know. It's just like, it's no way to live. Mm. Write your whole And no one's going to read it anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. Oh, jeez. Really? That's all of them? Send her home. We booked a two-hour session, and you will have to pay us back if you don't have two hours of questions. Damn, I did run through them all. How was she... Okay, wait. Oh, yeah, do you ever ever encounter any judgment? Judgment from people? Um... Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the closest is, like, I I was telling a friend how uh, being married has actually... I feel very different now mm. i know nothing about our life has changed well you're you to st- you're where we stay at the same house more frequently than we did before um well, we started subletting the other one so you're yeah, stuck with me you're stuck with him um so but really like the biggest difference that i felt in getting married is just like oh well one like he really really chose me which is such a nice feeling mm. but two like it's gonna be pretty difficult to get rid of me so when he when he goes out like i'm just there's so much less fear that this is going to result in him just falling in love with somebody else and leaving like like especially off the off the back of a first date and Mm. you know someday we we will meet somebody who's like super exciting and you get that new relationship energy and we'll have to deal with that when that happens but for right now like after getting married it was such a relief and a rule that we had changed it used to be like after he would have a date i would want him to come back to mine Mm. and hang out and like it that was like very reassuring because like then i would know for sure when the date was over and i would also have the this knowledge that even though he had a really great time he's ending the night with me and after we got married i was like nah you can stay at yours i don't really care (laughs) and she and uh, to get back to your question when when she had asked like that was my response to how different marriage was and she was like yeah i i can't relate to that at all (laughs) which didn't really feel i mean like it's it's not judge it's i mean it didn't feel that negative it's just like she really can't relate to that like she has no interest in doing that yeah i don't think we get any negative judgment to our faces at yeah, all nothing to our faces. and i don't mind when they see you say i couldn't do that i think it's fine and people love to talk about it they have mm-hmm. lots of questions and i think it's interesting uh i do love that response how does getting marriage change like when my husband comes back to me now uh, <laughs> no he doesn't <laughs> yeah, he does it. He's the opposite. but we but now we're pretty much one residence anyway so it's yeah. like that, that, that has changed regardless changed it, yeah mm-hmm. um but I did notice your insecurity dropped way down because the, before then it's like technically speaking you're both Single. girlfriends. You know, well, yeah. yeah, well, more like I'm your boyfriend and the other guy you went on a date with is like to some extent the same thing. This seems like such a uh, definitional difference mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, that's yeah. Yeah, and the, I mean, even the way that I that we date, like everybody that I have been dating since you and I have been together, I've known them longer than you. I, yeah. So like, it. Uh, but. I they couldn't close the deal. <laughs> no, they didn't want to. <laughs> no, I, I also want to reference no, that kidding. Robin actually quoted her vows when she said, I'm going to be very difficult to get rid of. <laughs> That's that a lawyer vows. <laughs> uh, it is true. I was surprised how much I felt the same way. And I, I feel, I always, I don't know, I've always been pretty afraid of marriage. And then, uh, but then it, now I'm like, I'm overusing the word my wife all the time. <laughs> Sometimes and not even the, with a Borat voice. <laughs> not, not always with a Borat voice. <laughs> 
my wife. <laughs> no, you do one. <laughs> my wife. Um, the inside of my ring, actually. Well, Robin got this for me. It's made of skateboard because I'm a skateboarder. But uh, it says, uh, you won't see this, but it says my wife on the inside. <laughs> You're lying. I can't see it. <laughs> she can't read. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, it does. You're not a liar. Right. Um, oh, oh, oh. The other thing I That's found... Gone. <laughs> we'll just have to remember to get that okay. before we go. You see that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> cut that, cut that. It was almost out. Calamity. <laughs> um, the other thing I found interesting is that you guys open and close them. Oh, yeah. So we have, like, I mean, the big thing is just to be flexible. I think that's, like, another kind of, like, undergirding like something that undergirds all the rules that we have or why we do it but yeah to be flexible like the week that or the when we got married like his family was in town for three weeks and so we closed the relationship like i didn't have any dates during that time he didn't have any dates during that time um there have been times where like he and i have gotten like very hot and heavy and we're like let's let's close because we're like focusing on this like fun thing that we're doing um so yeah i think Oh, and, and when we travel together, we we aren't like looking to hook up with other people. Yeah, anytime we're together, I mean, I think also if we were at a bar together, not that this has happened because normally approaches a man who's clearly with his wife, but it would be, you know, it, it'll happen someday. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like this. Uh, no, I I think being open has to always come from a position of strength, and I think there'll be a moment. Sometimes you'll feel insecure about the relationship for whatever reason. Mm. Uh, like uh, if we're both super busy, we might feel like uncated to or something like that you know we would vocalize that and be like hey either we can talk about this and fix this or just know that like yeah being open is not about being like annoyed and insecure while your partner's out you should be you want to try and be happy about it you want to be so confident with your relationship that you can come back and talk about other people you went on a date with that's what it should be and if it's not that then we would close and figure Mm. out what's happening but i do think i mean yeah that's the idea so we are flexible to that obviously Mm. so you guys like you'll date someone you date someone would you ever date the same person well or would you ever be those that couple at the bar who's like hey we really like your vibe <laughs> neither of us are um yeah ne- neither of us are, have bi tendencies or, yeah, yeah we're both um pretty straight Super on the straight. kinsey scale yeah so um yeah i mean i we've talked about like having threesomes before but both of us like I, he's only really interested in a threesome with another girl mm-hmm. i'm only interested in a threesome with another guy so um yeah, so we, it just it hasn't really happened. Well, let's just tell the truth. We can't get someone to fuck us. <laughs> uh, it has been a wild and sad journey. True. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> there actually is a lock on that door. That is uh, scary. Okay, and it's on the outside. Anyway, where'd the producer go? <laughs> Rich is like, I can't take this anymore. Sick of these freaking weirdos. <laughs> Um, well, we're going to do a two-part one. We almost did an hour. So let's call this the end of one. And then we can do a more classic dating episode for the next one, right? Okay. okay. And I'll oh, say tune talk- in for the next episode next week. Because in two minutes from now, I'm going to tell what I think is a very funny story about Robin and Cheese. Um, <laughs> all right. But I guess we'll close out this portion of the episode. Yeah. All right. This has been On The Apps. I'm Julian. I'm Robin. I'm Maria. All right. Oh, wait. Where can, we, where can we find you, Maria? Do you want people to fi- follow? Why not? Yeah. Bad um, Boy Club? How about at Bad Boy Club? So it's like bad boy without the D. B-A-B-O-Y Club. At, no, it's at Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so at B-A-B-O-Y. What a fun time. C-L-U-B. On Instagram. That's uh, Maria runs a really cool supper club in London. Filipino food. Yeah. Which is delicious. My favorite. 
Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in for this one.